Sometimes in life you find yourself on the right side of the line, where the skies open up and cast a towering shadow, guarding you from the worst life has to offer. And then... That same sky rips away that warm blanket from your clutching arms and casts it into the night. Now, you are on the wrong side of the line. And that's why I'm here, to keep you in line. A line we call the Dry Line. <laughs> that wasn't your mom. <laughs> hey, this is Brett Carlson, and you are on the Dryland Farmer Podcast. I'm your host, along with my good buddy here, my co-host, Landon. Landon, no Twitter, Landon. Tell me how it's going. Oh, it's going pretty good, Brent. Sounds like your bull got loose. Yeah, no. Actually, I did have a little bit of a rodeo this morning. started, actually, it's a 24-hour rodeo I had. Uh, I was uh, putting out a mineral tub uh, yesterday morning and had one of my boys with me, Mr. Mason. He's six, and... Uh, Anyway, we dropped that thing out, and then we were going to go to the other side of the of the field, and which is about a half mile away, check another stock tank. And uh, so I went over there, started kind of mucking it out because I was cleaning it, and I look up, and two probably week-old calves had followed us all the way over there. Anyway, I'm like, well, I'll get them once, they, once I get done here. So, And I had our dog, our great Dane, in the back of the pickup. Well, actually, he was out. He was out running around and exploring stuff. But uh, anyway, so we got I got done and put Mason back in the pickup, and... That one cow, the two calves were there, and then they split. So I'm like, well, I'll go after one and go back and get the other. Well, all that one calf wanted to do was follow me. Every time he'd get in front of me, he'd stop, look back, and and give me that look like, are you coming? So anyway, I had to get it in front of him the whole time, and um, he just followed me all the way back. And I had no idea my dog was some part, I don't know, part Border Collie, part German Shepherd, because he almost acted like he was helping me push this calf back. So anyway, this calf, this weak old calf, followed me uh, for a half a mile back to his cow. And, and I had to drop him off in a group of cows, otherwise he was just going to keep following me. Apparently her milk sucked really bad. Well, I went back and looked for that other calf and looked for probably an hour, and then I had to go to lunch because, well, frankly, it was lunchtime. So I was just hoping that he was back with his mother. And uh, about an hour later, the uh, West Texas wind kicked in, and it started blowing 35 to 40 miles an hour out of the west towards the cow so i'm like well maybe that'll blow that calf back over there and uh, anyway so get over there and look around and i don't see it so i'm just hoping it's there because i couldn't find it i went and looked and anyway this morning i got over there and looked and um yeah there's a cow over there with a pretty tight bag and looking a little upset i'm like well this calf did not yeah she did not find her way back so i went back over and sure enough he was in my neighbor's pasture just across the fence and um, finally got it caught up, and I put a rope on it and threw it in the back of the pickup. So long story short, it was a little midnight rodeo for me. And, um, you know, great time had by all, especially my dog. But I digress, and um, we're, not here to talk, we're not here to talk about that milk. We're here to talk about something so absurd and something so will, will turn into something so immature you can't even, you can't stand it. And uh, that's why, of course, that's why I brought Landon on to uh, increase that maturity factor. Don't you think, Landon? I think so. I can help there. Well, I, that's what I brought you on for. I mean, I'd say 
if you put our maturities level together, we have a combined age of a, probably about 11 if, if it's on a weekend. So uh, nonetheless, that's why we brought Landon in here. No Twitter, Landon. Twitter, that brings me up. You got to keep following us. Well, actually, once you follow us, it's kind of like getting baptized. Once you follow somebody, you only need it once. That's follow me at, uh, at Trader Brent on Twitter. And uh, you cannot follow Landon because he's no Twitter Landon. He's still uh, cleaning out that MySpace profile he had built up. He, I think he still built it up just like a week ago. Isn't that right? I just had a new new, new update picture, profile pic, whatever they call it. Yeah, that's pretty sad. But nonetheless, you can find him on MySpace, and I don't even know. I never got on MySpace. But So Twitter, follow me, at Trader Brent on Twitter. You're also going to go over to uh, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, I don't know. If, are we on Spotify? I still have to look that up. But uh, I know SoundCloud only gives us like two, uh, I don't know, like two episodes worth of free storage. So, you know, if you get bored, you can always go over there. But also check out our uh, webpage. It's the drylinefarmerpodcast.lipsin.com. And uh, I noticed a lot of people, have you been, a lot of you have uh, been over there downloading off that website. So keep that up. We enjoy it. We, uh, we actually pay for it. So it's nice we're getting a little bit of our return on our money. So, yeah, but uh, go over to that website and check it out. And um, I noticed our uh, overseas downloads have kind of waned off a little bit. I'm a little worried about uh, those Eastern European countries, you know, Slovakia, the former uh, Czech Republic. And um, I- I'm a little worried that maybe we pissed off anybody in those kind of borderline <laughs> countries, you know. So, um, you know, please forgive us. I mean, it, it, we are a Christian. We are a Christian outfit. So uh, find your heart, find your Jesus light and, and go ahead and light it up for us. But um, yeah, so uh, what are we going to talk about today? It's it's pretty sad, it's pretty depressing, and it's actually pretty scientifically interesting. Dudes that are still, actually, I'm sorry, let me start over. Women that are still women that say they're men that are having babies, and then also our main topic, dudes who are breastfeeding these babies that they adopt. No, I didn't, didn't stutter, there wasn't static in the line, you just heard that right. Dudes pulling, unbuttoning their polos and just sticking a baby to their hairy chest. And, I mean, the milk production has just got to be subpar. I don't know how many gallons they're putting out in a month. It can't. It couldn't sustain, it couldn't sustain a Kenyan on a weekend in Mardi Gras. But, uh, you know, it's, it, it's, a tough, it's a tough old world we live in. So that's a little preview of a, what we've got to look forward to this episode. And I just know, I just know Landon is going to add to the conversation. He's going to lift us up to a level we've never been to before. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, so we're going to do that. And um, first of all, yeah, and we actually talk farming here. And um, we had a uh, – they tried to say we broke the uh, streak of 100 – what was it? Last week was 124 days, I think. Well, some places got like a tenth of an inch. and uh, But where I farm and I live, we didn't. So it didn't count. So I'm up to 131 days without any measurable precip. Landon actually got some at his house, which is about, I don't know, and his farm, which is about 10, 15 miles south of here where I farm. But frankly, that doesn't do me any good. So, um, yeah, it didn't do us a whole lot of good either, Brent. Well, I mean, it actually did blow about, on let's see, Sunday and Monday. We averaged about a good 35 to 40 mile an hour breeze, gusting up to, well, a sneeze after Rosie O'Donnell main lines a barrel of pepper but uh anyway uh yeah so we uh we had a big nice little uh, preview of our probably of our spring coming up but you know i talked about a meteorologist and saying how we broke the streak well i've got a little beef to to kind of pick with these guys they're way too giddy up there in amarella every every there's what three channels in amarella uh nbc abc cbs these local guys they are way too perky 
about this whole streak we've got working on. It's it's pathetic. It's uh it's over the top and um, it's huge. It's huge, as I as our good old president would say. But it's also just completely depressing. Why are these guys so perky when all these farmers aren't? I mean, I know not everybody in the Texas Panhandle is not, are you know, they're not farmers. But I mean, that is the leading industry in the entire. I don't know what is it a thousand square mile area, but uh, yeah. So you know, dudes at Amarillo, just bring it down a notch. These these weathermen, if they want our approval, they should have about a three month beard with a cigarette hanging out of their mouth, holding a mixed drink while they're giving our forecasts, which never changes. Maybe maybe these dudes got somebody sucking on their chest that we don't know about. <laughs> but um, so yeah, these guys need to hold it down at least at least right now or until the entire Southern Great Plains receives at least six acre inches of precip. Or until Jesus comes back, you know, whichever comes first. So, uh, yeah, you know, we've got that going for us. Also, something I've got going for us is the, the fine people across the highway from my house, which is about 100 yards away, they've been probably spreading manure on this one circle for about a good three weeks now. So, you know, if my calculations are correct, and I'm looking out of my window like some grumpy, kind of like Clint Eastwood in uh, Gran Torino, he just sits out on his porch and you know he's wasting away to, to lung cancer because he smoked all those heaters over his life working at the Ford plant. Nonetheless, I'm sitting over there and these dudes, they probably got 50 tons of manure on this field across the highway from my house. It's nice, it's lovely. It's a lovely bouquet, really, of uh, you know used silage and quote-unquote organic alfalfa hay. And you know, of course, our house is downwind from this place. And um, you know, I don't know what they're planning on growing over there, but two more weeks of this spreading and the Dead Sea is going to have a lower salt content than this fine <laughs> Texas track. I tell you, Blandon, you better not be spreading that much near your neighbors. You know, I got to spread some in town. My wife had me putting some out Sunday afternoon in her garden, so that well, was. You, I always get all the crappy jobs. You've got that. You got that baby over there. Why don't you just recycle those diapers? That's got to be some <laughs> high product content. We're doing the reusable ones. It's it's a lot of fun. I, I didn't know you were a hippie, Landon. <laughs> oh. I hope your wife's not. No, she's not. Oh, that's nice. Well, nonetheless, you know. You know, you meet some people that you don't really... You think you know a person, and then they go and buy reusable diapers. You know, I've known this guy for a long time, and never what I thought. You know, reusable bandanas, maybe, you know. We've actually had two armed robberies in, in Hereford. Hereford is about a 15,000-person deal, and they were both at Allsup's. Now, if you're anybody north of Texas and you don't know what an Allsup's is, it's the best place in the world to uh, not only increase your cholesterol levels, but also risk your life in the beer section. But um, anyway, it's it's a great place to go get something to eat and get some, get some gas, or you know one of the, you know do the same trip. But uh, hey, we're getting long in this first segment, so we're going to go into our um, to our commercial and uh, Radar Ricardo. You know, we're not going to forget that guy, and I, I know he's really not going to be happy about reading this live spot. But um, so yeah, we're going to have our sponsor. It's um, in honor of our uh, topic this week. It's going to be another. It's one of those uh, unique companies that you don't find on uh, LinkedIn or anything. Chest Bump Bro Pumps is what this company makes. And um, yeah, you know what it's going to be about. It's a lactation system fully developed for the man in your life. That's right. The man or the woman that wants to be a man but still a woman. Uh, yeah, and uh, I already talked to Radar Ricardo. He is completely, he's not too excited about doing this spot. But you know, he has to do it. Um, he thinks white people are crazy anyway. So we're going to go with it. Radar Ricardo, you're going to do it anyway, whether you like it or not. So take a, take a listen to this sponsor and Radar Ricardo, and we'll be back after that. From the people that took over the sharper image, we bring you Chest Bump Bro Pumps. That's right. 
your number one dealer in all things male lactation, chest pump bro pumps, these battery operated, and for a special offer, you can get the gas powered chest pump bro pumps. They'll suck the life right out of you because here at Chest Pump Bro Pumps, we say we'll suck the hope out of you and the society that told you this was a good idea. Chest Pump Bro Pumps, we're a titillating company. That's right, we're a play on words company too. Anything that's involved with the chest, anything that's involved with the butt, we're gonna make a snappy little comeback when we do our advertisements. And especially when it comes to male nursing, that's right. Are you looking to make your friends uncomfortable? Are you looking to make all the wait staff at your favorite restaurants cringe and turn around? Well, here at Chest Bump Bro Pumps, we're here to make that dream come true. We're here to make that dream a reality. Chest Bump Bro Pumps, it's not just for mamas anymore. Chest Bump Bro Pumps, also the makers of Dookie Dungarees. Do you feel it necessary to take a dump and then carry it around everywhere you go until you make it home that evening and put it in the freezer? Well, here at the makers of Chest Bump Bro Pumps, we also make Dookie Dungarees. Put it in your pocket and save it for later. Suck on it. Thank you. Hey, 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 this is Radar Ricardo at De La Serio bringing your dryland farmer weather forecast update. Uh-oh, Brent, I'm looking at the window, man. It looks all cloudy. It looks all sad. Maybe they say it's cold. I'm looking. Hey, I'm even looking at your computer because I'm looking over your shoulder. Hey, man, how's it going? Hey, Vato. 18 degrees as we speak, man. I tell you what, Vato. It's colder than my wife after Cinco de Mayo, man. She gets more hungover than a group full of mariachi bands after our annual uh, Cabrito cook-off. But, Brent, don't to be too sad in the face because, man, tomorrow it's already going to be 50 degrees. Friday, 60. Saturday, 55. It's just going to be pretty slow and steady, man. It's not like last week's weather, man. It was all bipolar. It's like, man, your Texas Panhandle weather, and it's more bipolar than my Tia's uh, transpecies chihuahua. He thinks he's an overweight catfish. Hey, don't worry, Brent. It's going to be pretty slow and steady for the next several days. No chances of rain. Hey, you might actually get a little ice this week. You know, a little ice on the windshield. So just to, you know, scrape it off, you'll be fine. As a matter of fact, when you scrape that ice off, you better put it in a bucket and save that crap, man. Because it ain't going to rain for no day solid. So, uh, hey, that's your forecast. The rest of the country, it's going to rain like like freaking Noah times, man. Dallas, you know, Missouri, it's going to rain like almost a foot of rain, man. So, you know, some people get it all. Some people have all the love, Vato. But, you know, hey, this week's sponsor for the Dryland Farmer Podcast is the... What, this can't be right. Diego, did you read this? Hey, okay. It's... Man, I don't know what is wrong with you gringos. Chest bump, bro pump. We'll suck the hope out of you and the society that told you this was a good idea. Chest bump, bro pump. We're a titillating company. When you think of male lactation, you think of us at Chest Bump Bro Pump. That's right. Here at Chest Bump Bro Pumps, we just tell you to suck on it. That's all I have to say. Friends, back to you. Well, hey, Radar Ricardo, thanks for being such a good sport. Of course, it is in your contract to read that live spot, but uh, nonetheless, you're always you're a good man. Well, hey, let's get into today's topic. Transgender dudes breastfeeding. That's right. Transgender dudes. Now, it's a dude... It's actually a transgendered woman. Is that right? Is that right, Landon? Yeah, it's a it's a woman that supposedly became a man. Well, according to the article. Uh, yeah, uh, this article. I tell you what, this article is just 
chock full of good material for this this whole podcast. Well, the um, actual article is from the New York Times, of course. Of course, it's from the New York Times, and the author is Ceylon Yang Yingsu. I don't know. Sounds like a bunch of <laughs> kind of sounds like a drawer full of knives. But uh, anyway, the uh, title of the article is "Transgendered Woman Breastfeeds Baby After Hospital Induces Lactation." That's right. And this is like February fifteenth, two thousand eighteen. So this is fresh, man. Fresh off the press. Trans. I'm gonna. If I get confused throughout this whole thing, just bear with me, because transgendered woman actually means man. I mean, it doesn't doesn't actually mean it's a woman. It's still a still a man, but nonetheless, it's it's going to be confusing. So I digress. It's a man that got induced with lactation. Yeah, I don't. Last time I was kind of plugged up, I didn't get like getting. I didn't like getting induced. I'm going to be sleeping on the couch after this podcast airs. Uh, my wife's got a good sense of humor, but even even women have their limits. Uh, so anyway, yeah, the uh, we're just going to start out by reading part of this article, and uh, it says when a transgendered woman that means guy told doctors at a hospital in New York that she wanted that he wanted to breastfeed her, his pregnant partner's baby. Now let's just stop right there. The partner is actually a woman who already has the necessary equipment to nurse the baby. And is the kid's mom. Yeah. yeah, Literal, like, for reals. Like, not pretend mom. Like, the real mom, she's already got the equipment. This has got to be the first and biggest con of the 21st century. This lady married a a guy. This woman has it figured out. Yeah, she, I mean, I'm not, I'm going to have this baby, but I'm not going to be the one that breastfeeds it. (laughs) So, you know, she's going hook, line, and nipple for this one. But uh, anyway, she goes on to uh, write never, this article. I'm never going to complain about taking the garbage out again. Nah. <laughs> yeah, I'll open the door all day for you because I'm already tender up there. Says The article goes on to say they put her on a regimen of drugs that in- do- included an anti-nausea medication licensed in Britain and Canada but banned in the United States. Now, why do you think the drug Domperidone has been banned in the United States by the FDA? Because... It has con- the FDA has concerns about the associations with cardiac arrest and sudden death. Yeah, nothing quite as rewarding as taking drugs that can cause cardiac arrest and or sudden death so you can be able to breastfeed the baby that you didn't have. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's just it's completely upside down. This is the upside down like in Stranger Things 1 and 2. Yeah, so anyway, this the wife who's already putting this big con on this guy that she actually... the partner is actually a woman she's got all the necessary stuff but she's not breastfeeding this guy or little person they're bringing into the world so uh yeah that's kind of scary just in itself because uh, i have a hard time seeing this marriage last maybe it does maybe they'll beat the odds but right now as it stands i'm thinking dr phil's gonna have a record-breaking episode on this one of these days I wonder if this guy ever considered that maybe this woman doesn't like him and she's just trying to get him to take all these drugs in the hopes that he'll hurt himself yeah, I mean, probably. I mean, this has got to be a, kind of a sadistic partner. I mean, I don't even think Hollywood could come up with this type of thing. There's got to be some kind of... Don't, Landon, don't you think there's got to be some kind of life insurance policy involved in this thing? Got to be something. I mean, this has got to be a scam. This is like the Bernie Madoff of the of the gynecology lab down there at the Health Sciences Center. But, uh, so yeah, it's... Um, and Landon, Landon, you just made a good point off air. What was it? Yeah, I was just saying, this, this isn't the cute... 
the cute happy story of the of the mama cat feeding the feeding the puppies that lost their mom. This is the first real life version of the Jungle Book. I mean, <laughs> even they couldn't even come. I mean, you know, the whole deal is like, were you raised by in a, you know raised in a barn? Like, no, but I did milk off of my dad for a good long while. Yeah, you're getting the bare nipple necessities. <laughs> <laughs> bare necessities, the simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. I'm telling you, you've got your worries are not over after the bare necessities song is over. I'm telling you what, son, it is. It's it's a sad state of affairs. Landon, what what the hell were we even talking about? Uh, men breastfeeding babies, Brent. Oh, that's what I was afraid of. I thought I was dreaming. Well, let's get back to this This article said. Okay, so it goes on to say, within a month, according to the journal Transgendered Health, which is scary enough that there's a Transgendered Health magazine, the woman, who's actually a man, 30 years old, was producing droplets of milk. This is the first story of ever a man actually making it rain with his body. <laughs> but within three months, two weeks before the baby's due date, she, he, had increased her his production to eight ounces of milk a day. <laughs> That's like eight ounces of milk a day. That's a pretty square meal, a pretty square breakfast, isn't it, Landon? Well, not when you're a baby. That's not going to get you through midnight to 4 a.m. Yeah, those whole uh, midnight and 3 a.m. feedings, they're not going to be diminished by this guy's piss-poor output of eight ounces of milk a day. But in the end, the study showed she was he was able to achieve sufficient breast milk volume. <laughs> Oh, brother, I'm not looking forward to this Got Milk ad. <laughs> oh, man, that's a, it's a tough one. To, it's a tough pill to swallow. There's, there's no question about that. In the end, the study showed she was able to achieve sufficient breast milk volume to be the sole source of nourishment for her child, his child for six weeks, according to the journal. So, yeah, it goes on. The, and one of these is a nurse practitioner, one of the doctor. Well, she's a nurse practitioner. And an actual doctor involved in this case study. But um, it said the case illustrates that in some circumstances, modest but functional lactation can be induced in transgendered women, also known as men, who did not give birth because men cannot give birth or undergo surgery. They is quoted as saying, We believe that this is the first formal report in the medical literature of induced lactation in a transgendered woman outside of a Disney cartoon. <laughs> Uh, and amazingly, these two doctors were not immediately available for comment as they're still washing their hands. <laughs> yeah, that's a shocker. And at least they won't get the flu. Some held the case study, published in January, as a breakthrough for transgendered families. Others called it dangerous and disturbing. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, so it goes on to say breast milk is considered, and Lanny, you might be able to lend to this because you're a recent new father. Breast milk is considered to be the best form of nutrition for infants. Breastfed babies have healthier immune systems, score higher on IQ tests. Landon, do you have anything to say to that? I mean, you're a pretty new dad. Oh, yeah, breast milk's a real deal, according to everything I've studied. I'm sure there's going to be some sort of report about how men's breast milk has higher quality protein, and we'll be seeing bodybuilders in the gym sucking each other's nipples off in between reps. <laughs> you think that is on the, they'd be doing squats, or I guess, I guess they're working on their pecs, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Peck guy at the gym. Anything That's... to get your pump. <laughs> you think they're? You think you have to bring your own pump into the gym when you're working out? I'm sure they will be. 
I, I, I'm not a big gym guy. You're kind of a gym guy. I know they always say you have to wipe down the machine after you're done using it. You think this is, I, I would have to think this also qualifies. I mean, it's not sweat. I mean, we're getting judged by women who are breastfeeding in the mall. Now we're going to be getting judged by men in the gym that are doing leg extensions. Hey, wipe off that machine before you quit, get done milking. <laughs> Take a picture. It'll last longer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, jeez. So, yeah, we go on. It goes on to say uh, there's actually a Dr. Safer. Yeah, Dr. Safer, Landon. That's a perfect name for for a field that's pumping out risky drugs. Yeah, yeah, a pill mill is what it's more like called it. <laughs> yeah, this guy, Dr. Safer, called it a very big deal and said he expected it to become very popular among transgendered women, also known as men. It's there's a, He says it's, an, it, there, it's out there on Internet forums, but there's a lot on the Internet that's true and untrue to varying degrees. Like, when I read this article, hoping it was very untrue to the nth degree, yeah, that's what I thought. We all, yeah, they have a a man mother and said, we all want to have the same experiences as women. And let's just stop right here, okay? I would say if this becomes mainstream, Landon, you can can attest to this if you want to, but no longer, the, the women's inequality movement is over. If transgender, if men want to become women... It's over. No more opening doors. No more getting the check. No more claiming the fart at a dinner party. It's just, it's not happening. You're on your own now. We are all on equal ground. We can now discuss each other's times of the month, if you will, because I'm not going to say the word. We're going to be inducing those next. Oh, yeah. Uh, You know, they always say married couples, after so many years of being together, they start to look like each other. Well, not only that, they'll have they'll probably have their periods in sync, and then they'll probably have menopause at the same time. We're going to be attracting bears in full force. And you knew men men were going to figure out a way to get their six week paternity leave too. This this place is going to turn into into Scandinavia in no time. I mean, they already get like what two months of a uh, two months of vacation over there, and you don't even have to be a teacher <laughs> now. Don't everybody get upset? Teachers are an extremely important profession in the world so but you know this is this is a comedy podcast you gotta laugh at yourself but so yeah we we've kind of exhausted that article at least i hope so i'm exhausted i know from reading it uh kind of go on a little further says as part as the lactation treatment the woman slash man stimulated his her chest with a breast pump um apparently flicking the nipples did not work (laughs) the author's Studies authors prescribe progesterone and estradiol, hormones that can influence lactation and that normally occur in pregnant women, naturally. They discussed with the couple using domperidone, an anti-nausea drug known to increase breast milk production. The couple obtained their own in Canada, as we mentioned earlier, because it's banned in the United States because of its associations with cardiac arrest and sudden death. This might be the worst thing Canada's done to us since Brian Adams. Brian Adams is actually a trans singer and by that i mean he actually identified as a good pop singer but nobody believed it so he just went back to uh, manitoba and wrote a moose but yeah so it goes on to say there have been self-reported cases online of transgendered women trying to do it yourself regiments to induce breastfeeding can you imagine sitting at your computer watching youtube and <laughs> you, you've got your hand in your shirt just squeezing it you got a bunch of man women looking up their old third grade bully to show up and give them some purple nurples and see what comes out. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's titillating nonetheless, you know, for sure. Anyway, 
But so as we get further on in the story, it says the woman began to supplement breastfeeding with formula because that's the normal thing to do. And because of the concerns about milk volume, and she was concerned about her areolas getting uh, oddly shaped, and it was also her time for her weekly nipple waxing. <laughs> but so fortunately, this uh, article ends. It ends up with saying, if you make fun of these people, you are a bigot and you are a homophobe. Fortunately, we're neither of those things. We're just trying to be funny. But so we go on. It leads into another article from The Guardian. This is uh, also um, another, you know, great. Oh, my God. It's got a picture of the dude nursing. It's and he's all, he's all, uh, they've got a picture of him, all sophisticated, reading a book with his reading glasses on, but he's also got a baby su- <laughs> sucking on his goodies there, his nipples. I, I had no idea you could milk a cat. Oh yeah, you can milk anything with nipples. I have nipples, Greg. Could you milk me? Uh, the, um... So the uh, title of the article, and it's written by Ashifa Kassam, and the title of the article is Breastfeeding as a Trans Dad. A baby doesn't know what your pronouns are, but she knows that's hair in her mouth. Giving birth to two children as a transgender man, also known as a woman, gave Trevor McDonald rare insight into the manifold struggles of trans individuals, and in blogging about it, he, she became public, the public voice of a long-hidden conversation. It was an idyllic Canadian mountain town surrounded by jagged, imposing peaks. The same peaks this is woman's or man slash woman coveted to have. <laughs> McDonald, soft spoken and sporting a wispy goatee, was breastfeeding his first child at the time. He and his partner had splashed on a lavish dinner, baby in tow. When his son began fussing, McDonald eyed the wait staff <laughs> and patrons and said I bet you've never seen this before. <laughs> and he opens up his polo shirt, pulls out a book of War and Peace, rips on his reading glasses, and looks down at his baby as his baby rolls his eyes at his own father because he's fixing to lactate off of his hairy yet somewhat female chest. Yeah, those those aren't bad. Those aren't bad bad nipples there. They look, they look like a couple of Bugles chips hanging off of him. <laughs> Looks like somebody's mashed up a box of Funyuns and put them in a bad sack. <laughs> it said uh, it was this weird scenario. I mean, this is the actual person saying it. So Even he knows it's weird. It was, was this weird scenario who was born female and began transitioning some eight years ago, but he still got all his plumbing. I felt pressured to nurse in bathrooms because of the supposed lewdness of feeding a baby for my body. That goes for straight women as well. It's probably becoming a little more... Uh, Landon, don't you figure it's becoming a little more acceptable? I mean, they put the baby under a blanket. I mean, so, I mean, even for straight women, it's it's somewhat awkward for people. Yeah, but, but I know better than to say anything against it. Yeah, unless you want to be ostracized from the community. So he, anyway, he goes on to say, people like me are told to keep out. Well, that's maybe true. Well, and now, so, okay, this article goes on to say, while south of the border, as in the United States, so apparently we're the new third world country, our controversial bathroom bills stir up political firestorm. In Canada, McDonald's is just seeking an outhouse that can keep him warm from the 50 degree below wind chills that are going outside during his summer months in Canada. His, his recent, oh, he wrote a memoir, Landon. His recently published memoir, Where's the Mother?, Kind of like, where's the beef? Well, it's on good old dad. 
Stories of a Transgender Dad aims to shed light on gender diversity in parents through his story of being both male and pregnant. Guess what? You're not both of those. You're one or the other. Yeah, you're not Arnold Schwarzenegger giving birth to Junior. Yeah, Junior, get good old Arnold and uh, old uh, Danny DeVee. I tell you what, that is a good, solid documentary, Landon. Don't you agree? That's a good movie. Yeah. So anyway, I mean, this you just kind of keep on going through this article, and um, it says McDonald, who lives in rural Manitoba. Oh boy, Landon, wouldn't that be a great ver- new verse to Old McDonald had a farm. Old. <laughs> 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 Old McDonald. <laughs> Landon, I really don't. That's a dark place. I just know that I don't want to go to that old McDonald's farm. No, me neither. Now, before we go any further, which we're already pretty deep down this rabbit hole anyway, I'm going to go ahead and say that these people probably do love this child just as much as most any baseline parent. Most likely, they do. So before you get all hot and bothered and start writing me emails... Although that would be some nice correspondence to get. Um, I'm pretty sure these people probably love this child just as much as anybody. But uh, so now that being said, we're going to refer to this person as Old McDonald for the rest of this podcast. Old McDonald points to one night during his slash her second pregnancy as an example. After consulting with his midwife about some worrying symptoms, he was instructed to head to the obstetrics unit at the nearest hospital. When he she arrived at the downtown hospital, the front doors were already locked for the night. The security guards eyed Old McDonald's beard warily, demanding to know why the man needed immediate access to the obstetrics unit and a manicure. <laughs> Said I had to come out to them as a transgender and explain a lot of my backstory to them in the middle of a hallway alongside other people who were trying to get past the security desk. Brent, Brent, nothing explains that douchey beard. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't care if this was a straight dude straight up. You need to go to the Guardian and look at it. That's one of those pencil-thin mustaches that old Jimmy Buffett always talks about. I don't care how much corduroy this cat's wearing. But um, So, yeah, he goes on to say, it said that didn't feel particularly safe. Well, how do you think the security guys felt? They've got a person coming up with a big old belly and a mustache, and, you know, probably he's got those three-inch bushings in his earlobes walking up to the door. I bet he thought this was another episode of The Walking Dead. But anyway, so I think they, they finally took care of him. They t- took him, her in there into the emergency room and worked him over, looked him over. And uh, old McDonald said, you know, while many wouldn't hesitate to describe childbearing as a female experience, carrying a baby never felt gendered to him. Well, that's a sign right there that this guy needs some psychological help. I'm really not being sarcastic here. I would say this person really needs some psychological counseling because, you know, people always say, you know, the long, the long uh, misstated stat is that the suicide rate of transgender people who don't have the surgeries or don't go through uh, hormonal therapy is like 46%, while post-transgender surgery people is like 44%. So you can't say that the surgery is actually saving these people's lives because 2% is a statistical um, anomaly. It doesn't, it doesn't figure into the whole, the whole science of everything. So, you know, if you want to get all up in my face about that, you can. But the, the statistics are there. I mean, these people really do need psychological help. I really, I really do feel, feel for them, even though they may not think there's anything wrong. So now that we've gotten that all the way, this brings us to our final point or question to ponder. Where does this leave us going forward? I mean, what's after this? I mean, this can't quite be the end of the world yet. I mean, I always thought, you know, I, I didn't think I'd ever see a dude 
nursing a baby on his chest. I mean, I didn't even think it was possible. I didn't think we had the glands for it. I mean, I know we had these taps on, you know, in our chest, but I didn't think there was anything inside that well. But apparently I was wrong. Of course, I'm not a doctor. But uh, nonetheless, where does this leave us? I mean, people are, you know, identifying as different genders. It's just no matter what, your all your DNA is always going to be what you were born with. It, no matter how you identify. So, I mean, what are the, what's next? What are, are drunks driving around when they get pulled over? Are they going to be identifying as sober people? I mean, it's not going to... I mean, I saw a few people last week, they were so big, they could have identified in refrigerators, and I really wouldn't have had an argument with them. <laughs> but, um, you know, so where does this leave us? I mean, what is this... Are these kids... May, maybe they grow up to have a normal, happy life, and maybe they have traumatic experiences with this, you know, psychological dysfunction they have in their in their parents' mind. I mean... You can say what you want, but it's gender dysphoria, and I mean, it's a scientifically proven fact that, that this is a psychological imbalance in these people's minds, and I mean, I sincerely hope these people get treatment. I mean, it's really, truly, truly in my heart that these people get psychological treatment. I'm just still amazed that after all the money that Canada has saved with not having a military, that, that this is what they've come up with, producing medicine to make men lactate. Thanks, Landon, for my uh, completely breaking up my sincere moment there. But, you know, that's what I brought you on here for. So, but yeah, you know, I mean, you know, you got to watch out for each other. I mean, we're all in this thing together and, um, you know, we all look different and, you you know, we all got to take care of each other. And um, you I know, definitely you, look different. You, Landon, you look different every week you come in here. I don't know what you're doing. Just whatever you do, do not lift that shirt up. <laughs> Please don't. And if I see anything that looks somewhat moist, permeating through that polo you've got on we're gonna have a problem you're gonna have a we're gonna have a whole new podcast yeah okay so um there's that but um so i think that's gotta be that's gotta be more than enough information to go on for a week maybe maybe we'll put out an old mcdonald's song maybe later on in the week maybe a little bonus track keep your eyes peeled for that and um you know anything's possible on the internet anything's possible in podcast land that's right everything is possible so um yeah, with that, we're going to close out this podcast with the, those great and sincere thoughts. And um, don't forget this. That's right. That, that, that keeps it serious. And um, Landon, I want to thank you again for coming on. It's just uh, going to be a regular occurrence out here, I guess. Oh, that sounds great. All right. Well, until next time, you just uh, keep those uh, keep those things going between the lines. And um, if you ever feel like you need to do something that's not in your gender, uh, just, I, I don't know, he'll... Go wild, be free, do whatever you want. But until next time, you know, we're going to keep asking you that question, you're going to cue that music, and we're going to ask you, what side of the line are you on? The Dry Life Farmer Podcast brought to you by Chest Bump Pro Pumps for the milking man in your life. The Dry Life Farmer Podcast, all rights reserved, 2018. Oh. Mm-hmm.